0: welcome to love roulette with your host dion
1: hello lovelies it is i dion your favorite hostess with the mostest just wanted to give you a quick update that this valentine's day edition of love roulette is gonna have some extra special surprises shh no spoilers make sure you like follow and subscribe for more updates see you there
0: Claire Wood has become fascinated with the idea of producing plays online. They're so much more of a challenge than writing for the stage. We heard about her last production, Shrapnel, back in the autumn, but this show is a lot more complex.
2: The show is a game show called Love Roulette, and the idea is building on, I suppose, a game show concept since time immemorial, taking the notion of a dating show and giving the audience a direct line to which of the contestants end up matched with which of the contestants. So we've got five different candidates who put themselves forward to appear on Love Roulette. We've got two show hosts. We've got a live musician, Maestro, who performs live music throughout the show to hopefully give it that little game show sparkle. And the audience will be tasked with trying to work out which of the contestants are most likely to find lifelong love. So we'll see how they get on.
0: And one of the good things about a play online is that you can find your actors from anywhere.
2: The actors are scattered all over the place, David. Some of them are people I've worked with before and some of them are people I've bumped into through doing this and that in the world of theatre. So we've got a couple of people over the water in the Fife and in Perth. We've got one guy in the south of France, but they're mostly professional actors who are trying to be professional actors when theatres aren't open, which obviously comes with its own challenges. But they're a really great cast. I hope the audience will get to enjoy watching them doing their things soon.
0: But that very fact presents the show's director, Ross Hope, with something he's never tackled before, because all of the usual techniques which allow the cast to bond simply aren't there.
1: You know, none of us have met each other in terms of physically. When you'd be traditionally directing a play, it's a, it's a group experience, a communal experience, coming together to put something on and work on something together. There is that sort of distance that we're all in different places and all staring at a screen so it's thinking about what you can do your actors can do and also what the audience can see the challenge you you creatively in terms of right what can we see what can be done live to make it more interesting and you don't want it to become gimmicky, you don't want it to be almost like some sort of competition about, you know, all the different things you can do with it within a screen. But in terms of creating real people and real people in, in real situations and in real places, you know, how they would react.
0: The characters involved in this game show are very varied. Take Vardo, for instance, played by Gregor Haddo, who's based in the south of France. He plays a forest ranger with a poetic streak and a lonely heart.
1: Life is a ranger. Can be kind of lonely. Fardo's life is perfect. say for one thing only. I'm seeking a mate. Some fellow creature. To start our own back. Someone to fight for. For if we can join. Together we're stronger. And Fardo will be a lone wolf no longer. Ow!
0: By contrast, Ertha, played by Caroline Matheson, just doesn't want to be there at all.
2: I work in marine science. I find that interesting, uh, although I understand others may not. Um, I have a 16-year-old daughter who is brilliant uh, and very persistent and for some reason thinks that I would be good for this show. Um, I'll be honest, I don't watch it, so I don't really know what you're looking for, but I suspect it's not me probably not me. Uh, I'm not that interesting, nothing remarkable about me. Um, and uh, and I don't really want a relationship. Uh, in fact, yeah, I need a partner like I need a Tory government. I was interested to reflect on what the pandemic has meant for people who are trying to find love, as the show would have it. And I was also interested in the idea that society tends to assume often seems to assume that people should be partnered up, people should go around in twos. And if you're not part of a two, you're somehow a less fully fledged member of society than somebody who is just a one. But it seems interesting to me that we still have this sort of vague stigma attached to the idea of being single, when actually being single is a brilliant thing. So part of the point of the show, I hope, is to say that we shouldn't heap these judgments onto people. And actually, living on your own, being happy with yourself is a thing to celebrate. And so one of the particular characters in the show absolutely subscribes to this way of thinking. She's been on her own all her life. She's a single mum. She's got a 16-year-old teenage daughter. And her 16-year-old daughter has decided that it's gone on long enough. Her mum shouldn't be single anymore. She's she's reached a deal with her daughter. Annie will revise for her exams if her mum puts herself forward for this extraordinary game show concept on the grounds that her daughter feels her mum makes terrible choices about whether or not she should be in a relationship in the first place and then potential candidates if she gets as far as contemplating somebody. So Annie wants to put Ertha into a situation where the audience gets to decide on the most appropriate partner for her mum in the hopes that this will leave her mum feeling better off as a consequence. So the audience will get to decide whether or not Ertha should find a match in the show.
0: So could Vardo, for instance, be paired off with an unwilling Ertha? You'll have to watch the play in order to find out. But you'll be able to decide because Claire was determined to take advantage of the technology to make this production interactive.
2: It occurred to me that if people were having to sit watching a show via a screen, could we not take advantage of the fact that they have all sorts of opportunities to interact with that show via their device, actually interacting with the action as it happens to determine the outcome? So I was keen to see if that would work. A bold endeavour, for sure, the audience will be the judge of whether or not it actually has come together in a way that feels convincing and satisfying for an audience to sit through as a theatrical experience, you know, fine and well to give them the opportunity to get involved. But if that means the narrative is diluted, or becomes stretched in a way that ends up leaving you feel dissatisfied as an audience member, then it's not working at all. So hopefully we've struck a a good balance between still leaving a recognisable story in place, but allowing the audience to feel that their version of it is absolutely a version that they've contributed to and helped to build.
1: I think it's probably best to say they will not be appearing on screen, so nobody should be worried about that, because what I don't want is people to listen to this and think, oh my goodness, I'm going to get pulled into the show. There's no visual audience participation but there would perhaps be written audience participation and also an opportunity for the audience to control the narrative. I think a lot of the conceits we're doing are really quite nice and I want the audience to sort of be quite, I want them to be impressed, to be perfectly honest, David, if I'm being honest, (laughs) and I want them to enjoy it without knowing what they're going to be asked to do.
0: But that does suggest that your actors are quite comfortable with improvising.
1: I wouldn't say it was a prerequisite of being cast. This was talked about up front. There would be an element of improvisation. And also an opportunity for the cast in some way to mould where the show was going to go and be much more involved in the whole creative process.
0: And the very technology they're using, Zoom, also presents Ross with some unique challenges about how the show should be presented.
1: How do we make it much more interesting for people who took, almost are fatigued by looking at a screen, by looking at people speaking. So it's like, what can we do technically to make it more interesting? Physicality has to be slightly bigger. You know, gestures have to be bigger because otherwise, you know, subtlety is very difficult to do here because we have to pinpoint an audience, we have to show them what to look at. Some people are watching on a laptop, some people are watching it on their phone, some people are watching on an iPad, some people are watching in gallery view, some people are watching in speaker view. It becomes almost like bewildering because you're like, you have to think all these things through. It was challenging in a good way to do it this way, but I also think it was just, it was giving me an insight of, I suppose, what it must be like to direct for, I suppose, for film when you're not seeing everything almost in 3D, you're seeing it much more in 2D.
0: How well the company has risen to that challenge, you'll be able to decide for yourselves if you join the show tonight or tomorrow, or indeed next Thursday, Friday or Saturday. So will Vardo find love? Or simply remain a lone wolf?